Sorry. That's why I don't hey! So I had to get it out. Only because you said not to do it, Ace. I'm sorry you shouldn't say things like we that. We have to been me. warned not to intro our show with any singing. So let me just tell you about the bullying that goes on in this studio. Hi, I'm She Talks and I want to be a singer. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Lala and I am a singer. I'm just being caged and trapped. We are two girls and a mic, and this is our podcast produced by DJ Ace, who told us we can no longer sing as an intro. How can you clip our wings like that, Ace? Don't you know the talent that's in this room? Do you not know? Like, right. these, let me just can we vocals, can we man. give the can we give? I was going to say the viewers. Oh, watch man. me get ahead of myself. <laughs> can we get the, give the listeners that choice? No. If they want to hear you singing, they can listen to previous episodes. Out of oh order. <laughs> No, okay. you can't check out, do it. Check out, check out our back catalogue, guys. Yeah, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. Hi, love. Hi, babe. How are you? Oh gosh, I'm so tired, but I'm I'm great. <laughs> You're I'm right, great. Yeah? I'm blessed in every way. <laughs> oh dear, we're all so, blessed in every way. Amen. This is our wonderful, superb, shiny, fantastic um, podcast. Two girls and a mic. My name is she underscore talks are you doing snapchat over there i need to get with this okay hey hey bill um she underscore talks on twitter my name is she talks um and he's this my partner in crime (laughs) but i'm snapchatting as we speak as i speak um miss la la report hi listen i have to this the only method one of the few methods that I know in terms of promoing the show. And I've actually been getting some really good, like, feedback. They do, like, the little snippets. Really? Like, post every Can I just say, when you're (laughs) going to do snippets, though, tell me, because I need to play my makeup. Don't worry, I'll put a a filter on everything. Oh, great. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Okay, so, apart from Snapchatting, what have you been up to this week? Well, I want to tell you, Lot, but I feel like I need to say a portion of this story for the person that I'm actually going to fling into Shady Corner. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. this week has been traumatic at best. Yeah. But from trauma, we learn life lessons. I feel like I, I've learned a really good life lesson. True that. So I'll save the story until the very end because okay. it needs a little, little, need to understand why a certain individual <laughs> is going into is Shady going Corner. Into Shady Corner. <laughs> okay. So look up for that segment <laughs> coming up soon. Um, but it suffice to say that you've been going hard this week. Yeah, man. And you did not learn from my lesson. Mm, I've learned now. <laughs> it took me until I kind of ended up with like face on the floor, yeah. in the floor, yeah. literally, for yeah. me to learn that. Boy. Yeah. I remember when I was at law school and um, I was there with um, a woman. She's now a lawyer. She's a partner at a really mm. good firm, actually. And she, but she used to do some songwriting. I remember I listened to something that she had written. And one of the lines that jumped out at me at that time was that, so her song went, I've learned from experience that I don't learn from experience. And I was like, oh my gosh. How many times have we done that? (laughs) Yeah. Did it again. I did it again. Yeah. Well, I'm going to learn. Yeah. Did it again. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that you... um, face the predicament that you did Mm. that not predicament but you you know you found yourself in the position that you did um given your recent experience (laughs) of my life (laughs) doing too much what's going on too too much (laughs) and the the joke of it is all the advice i've been giving you i'm like i need to apply that to myself clearly because i'm like having a go at shes and saying you need to stop doing this stop doing that and i needed to apply that to to myself but yeah i'll share that story with you guys a little bit later okay so i've been i mean i've just been trying to maintain balance Mm. because as i said that's my mantra now for 2016 balance you know if there's gonna be hard work Mm. there's got to be the reciprocal rest etc even if there's going to be hard play there's got to be the reciprocal rest i'm not i'm just not pushing myself you know to those limits because because why <laughs> you know because <laughs> dot 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 why mm, Question mark. exactly you know so yeah that's um what i have been doing apart from you know that little business of me probably winning the lottery i say that because i haven't actually checked my tickets yet. i'm scared man i i'm, I'm kind scared. of like i'm scared but it's like because I'm not ready for that delight yet, you know? <laughs> I'm afraid. 
I'm afraid. Me and Muddy, we've got, we got a funny relationship, yeah. We've got a weird relationship. <laughs> but La, mm. what was it? Um, 60, 60 million. So the, um, the, the lottery rollover, is that what we're, yeah. what we're discussing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, well, 33 million pounds were snatched up today by two um, by two people, like a couple, yeah, who I shared read a ticket, that. Read and that. there's an outstanding. That's what I'm saying. Amount of money that no one has claimed. That could be me. I feel like that's me. I'm afraid to look because <laughs> my ticket is in my bag. I have to. I'm gonna look. I am gonna look. I need to do it at home. <laughs> do you know what we should do? What we should give each other. The you know when you're like at school let the other person mark your t- mark your work so how fast you don't share because if you win I'm out of it I've got things to I will, buy I will hunt you down <laughs> I will find you <laughs> be like road runner to, to see dust no, but we, need, we need to check because it could be us I know it could, it could be, be us you. it could be me <laughs> it could be me so um, yeah one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is just I know it's it's, 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 it's a basic question, but it's kind of good to dream. I mean, mm. what would you do? So, like you said, the couple, I think, Carol and David Martin, mm. they have scooped up £33 million. Pounds. Not £1 million, not no, £10 million. Not just 30 Simple million. Mm. <laughs> they added an million. extra three just in case just. they were short of a penny just. or two. That's the three million. Is it tax free? I think it, yeah, it's tax free. Oh it's tax free. God, drop so, La, 33 million mm. in your bank account. Just bagam. <laughs> there. <laughs> what would you do? What would I do? Boy, I'll be one of those anonymous winners. I don't think... Okay, so would you be? Would you stay anonymous? Yeah, you wouldn't go public with that. No one would see me here for like one. You'd be like, wait, what? Well, hold on a minute, we've got a podcast to do. What the hell is La? What's your WhatsApp gone? group? La La has <laughs> left <Go>. the group. <laughs> Next time you see me, and you'll see me like on a beach somewhere with a nice, you know, sangria in my hand, and like on my own private island, mate. Like I need to just be out of here. I can't be dealing with all that, the madness of the press, like all up in my business. Like yeah. what you're gonna do? None of your business. Just know yeah. I'll be living good. Yeah. Well, so, um, Ace said today that apparently if you stay undercover, so if you don't go public, as having been a win a, a lottery winner yeah that um they take 10 percent of the win yeah almost like some kind of like you a know, finder's a fee tax. or something yeah yeah or something like that so would that would that deter you so no. if you knew 10 percent or 33 million which is nothing okay but what about if, if you want a mill so 10 percent, 100 grand i mean these yeah, things make a, a difference does make a difference a million is even though it's like Obviously, I don't have a million. Yeah. But in in now nowadays, it's not really nothing. No. Like some of the houses on my road are house. like, yeah, yeah. And it's not even, yeah, not even. So, so if you, so if it was, if it was, if you won one million pounds right, on the lottery, mm. would you go public? Yeah. Why not? You would. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you know, I'd actually have to question how much publicity they would be doing around me. You'd have to go on the websites. Yeah, all of that. Have you on the... Well, maybe not for a mill. Maybe not for a mill. There may not be, I don't know, mm. there may not be that much. You may just, you know, that your name might be published. You might have to do some press photos. Mm. But it may not, um, it may not travel that far and wide. But for a big win like this, the 33 million. Yeah. The thing is, to know. it's all part of their promo, obviously, it's all part of their promo. They they want a story to to sell the lottery although i don't know why you need a story to sell the lottery the yeah. lottery in it sells itself the minute people start hearing big numbers they're like i'll buy a ticket i'll take a chance but then they do i guess they do need to show the winners so that people mm. think it could, it be, could me. be me yeah because yeah. when there's if there's no winners face to it and you just hear mm. you know and it's never it's never in your bits it's never in no, your area ever. so it's always you know um and jones from lancashire you're just like, who? You made that up. <laughs> you know? What's funny is that it could lead them two people, not to say that they're not real, but they could be actors. How do we know yeah. that yeah. that's them? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, okay, so with 33, you would keep it undercover. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right. I mean, the thing is, even if you kept it undercover from the national mm. press or, you know, national media or whatever, because mm. there would certainly be, especially for this 
um, sum of money because that was one of our largest, if not the mm. largest rollover, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. So there would be like um, a lot of press surrounding this. But so even if you were to keep it out of the public eye in that sense, with 33 million jiggling about in your bank account, mm. lifestyle, change. <laughs> Everyone, your people are going to know anyway. Yeah, so know. who, are you, but who would you be trying to keep it? Because I, I think I would just be trying to. I, I, I just wouldn't want. I don't know if I want my face. Yeah, everywhere, all over the place. So like, that's why I would keep it low, low. But I don't know if you know. I'm I, I, who? Who am I hiding it from? My friends, because they're going to have to know. But I always feel like no one should know your pockets anyway, even if you don't win the lottery. I know, like, but that's your what... money is your money. Like, I'm not in your business trying to ask you what you win from what you don't win, what you have and what you don't have. So I don't understand why you need to know. Yeah. People who need to know, I will tell them myself. But this is what I'm saying. With a win like 30... La. Mm. 33 million. <laughs> like you just said. <laughs> or like I just said, La La has left the group. Because if I win 33 million, I'm going to need a time out from you, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna see Adam she Adam. talks has left the group <laughs> you hear that people will be phoning These me these hoes ain't loyal man Chris Brown said it people will be phoning me that asking so me so true sh- sh- what, what's going on how come no you might not even you might not even get this number anymore no. <laughs> there might be some new number <laughs> no that's we'll stay on the old number but you'd have made new friends with your new found money no do you know what it is I think I would just need time to consider like that's a huge amount, love. It is. Lifestyle change. Mm. That's as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah. okay, would you go to work? Help. You just, you have, before we came on the air, I was telling Sheza about certain situations at my workplace. So you know I would not be there. And I would, would take you give great the courtesy of, of notice? No, I'm out. My face was on the ground the other day and I didn't get no sympathy. So you want oh, me to go? Listen, anyway, as I said, I will tell you that story in a minute. But um, nah. Okay. I'm, I'm gone. What's the point? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I think I'd do the cases that I'd like committed to do because mm. you get to a point, well, we, you know, especially when you've met people and you're just in yeah. it and, Personal you know, relationship. Yeah. So I'd do that. But definitely, I think work would, work would have to take a back seat while I, again, consider my options <laughs> and stuff like that. But, you know, would you tell, wouldn't you tell your friends? Um, my close friends. Yeah. There's certain people I would tell. Yeah who I obviously trust, certain family members as well. My yeah. family members would know anyway. My family's not that big anyway. Yeah. So they would know. They'd probably get a slice of the um, the winnings anyway, without a doubt. Yeah. Some of my friends probably would as well. Yeah. Even if you didn't tell them, you see, the thing is, because if you don't go public, mm. I guess then they don't have to know the figure, like you said, mm. know in your pockets. But then you could say, look, it's, you know, I've come into a bit of money. <laughs> and then Do nobody, you know that, yeah. Because yeah. if, look, if people know that you've won a million mm. that's something but if people know that you've won say 10 mil mm. that's a whole a different whole different ball game kettle of fish yeah. that's a whole different kind of level of newfound wealth mm. Mm. um and stuff like that so i don't know i i'll tell my i'll tell my you know my 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 inner peeps my friends mm. um <clears throat> would you stay in the uk no I don't think I would either. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. I'd have a base here. Because mm. obviously, you know, the price is here. It does, you know, work out benefic- uh, monetarily mm-hmm. if you have some sort of property because, you know, prices are rising. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you actually have a property, it works out for you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if I would want to stay here. Mm. But your property, your property game would mm. change. Yeah. You'd of be course. out there buying real estate. All like, over real, the place. Estate, yeah, you know? all over the place. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Money just allows you so much freedom. It's just, you need to be smart enough to know where to place your money. Yeah. You know, we've seen so many lottery winners who use it ridiculously, like, stupid. Yeah, we're going to come on to that. Stupid, that stupid, lady, stupid. Right? You just think, why, yeah, why did you America. do this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. The woman. Mm. So, um, so you definitely leave the UK. Mm. I'd be with you on that. You wouldn't go back to work. I'd probably do a bit and then wind it up. What would you, what would you do? What, what kind of lifestyle? Because I could imagine one of the things that I would really, really love to do is just is travel. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be, you know, seven star hoteling it all the way. But I would really want to get into the 
the nuts and bolts of different countries, you yeah. know. And I think what the, what the money would buy me is not just the ability to um, to get there and get there and start like you know you could then you could do all the like the first class travel and the blah blah blah. Um, but more also not to think about oh what you know I have to I have to get back to work. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it would give you a whole different kind of breadth of freedom. That's the kind of traveling yeah. that I'd love to do. Yeah, Unfettered. Amazing. Like kind just of... jump on the plane, you know, just literally pinpoint exactly where it is you want to go yeah. in the world and you've got no nothing holding you back. And you can discover. Just leave. Oh my god. Go to a place where no one knows you. Don't they don't know you got a penny to your name if you want, Shazza. Yeah. That's a if you were if you were um if you were I know I know I'm asking you all the questions, but you know that's that's just like me. But if you were like <laughs> if you were married mm. Or you had a significant other and you had it in your mind mm. that this it wasn't working out. Okay? Ooh. And then you won this amount. Mm. Would you, knowing that you had had it in your mind, mm. actually, that this relationship's not working out, you may even have gone that step further and be thinking... You know, I'm going to, I think I'm, I'm going to exit up. this situation. Yeah. Would you feel obliged to hand over any money to that person as your, you know, your other, your significant other at that time? Technically, they are, even though it's not. I don't know. I'd have to think about that one, you know. Really? Yeah, because it would really depend on the circumstances of this split. Like, yeah. Um. You know, I can imagine if somebody, if one person cheated on the other person, I'm sure there's going to yeah. be a lot of bitter feeling there. And yeah. I can imagine that there is no way that, you know, one of the, you know, the the spouses, you know, won a certain amount of money that they would be giving it yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to the cheating half, whoever yeah. it was that was cheated. True. I, I can't imagine that happening. Um, Although there may be something to be said about, I don't know if, how it would pan out in a marriage, straight divorce. Yeah you know situation who bought the t i don't know but if if they were just if you were just in a relationship with someone and you were you know you were you you were about to tap out mm. that saturday <laughs> and also as well like when you say like how long have we been in this relationship? i have to wait on the pros and the cons variables man. hashtag yeah, variables. there's too many variables yeah like, me and you just link up then brother then nah, like yeah. you take my winnings you can take yours and then, you know, we can just bounce. Okay. So what do you think then about this? There's this lady, and I know that because we've, we've discussed her in the past, mm. um, a lady called Marie Holmes, who won $188 million on the U.S. Powerball. Um, and she <coughs> has spent millions, mm. actual millions, bailing her other half <laughs> out of prison. <laughs> I mean, what are your views on that, though? <laughs> what an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Multiple times she's done this. At least three. Why? I don't know. And I'm like, I'm looking up to the heavens. I'm thinking there is must be a reason why you blessed this, mon this woman with all this money for her to keep. She's posted. Literally giving you, it away. She's posted three million um, mm -hmm. in bail for one charge and six million in bail for another charge and then 12 million in bail um for yet another charge so she her total risk if he does anything to breach yeah. his bail if it's like the way it is in the uk is 21 million dollars i can't Which kind of love <laughs> <laughs> what's love got to do with it girl like what? tina Turner, she told us to she kept telling oh, us gosh. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We'll we'll edit that bit out. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> yeah, but nah. Seriously, this woman, she's got um definitely got um secure um security security. So insecurity um issues majorly, like majorly. I don't get it. I don't understand. Me, I should now be winning one hundred and eighty-eight million and twenty. You wouldn't even even that. Look, let me just even say to you, even mm -hmm. that. <laughs> has not said that that has not knocked this man in his head cuckoo that stop being stupid stop committing offenses and let's just get this on Do you know he's still she, in and out of doing foolishness she's actually spent just like outside of his bail money only 1.4 um 1.47 million to 2.1 million so she's actually spent more money bailing him out 
than she has jail, on herself. Than, than she has on herself. This has got to be the stupid. And you know his name. <laughs> his oh, name damn. is Lamar Hot Sauce Mac- McDowell. Hot sauce, yeah. yeah hot sauce. <laughs> you need to take your hot sauce and sod off. That's what you need to do. She needs to so which okay pay that's for a, some counselling and go and sort herself out. Okay, so she we say that she's we I think we agree two girls agree mm. that she is idiotic for doing that. So La, are you saying? And again, I'm in question asking mode. That if you had a significant other and <laughs> they required. <laughs> No, his name could be Ketchup, <laughs> Joseph oh Ketchup Monroe, <laughs> and he required a bail surety. Mm. That means you would say, I, I'm going to pay this amount of money if he breaches his bail, or security, you actually lodge an amount of money with the court of, you know, a significant sum. Would you do it? Who sent you to jail? <laughs> that would be my question. Who sent you there? Who sent you anywhere? No. I'm out here with 1.88 no million dollars <laughs> and you're doing things to get into are you stupid yeah, nah. I know I get you like um, you the thing is you've got the you know some people are like oh I've got no choice man I had to do this because like yeah. it's hard around here got no money but hard you've actually got money yeah and I, is it tax-free in America? I don't know. But come on, 188 Either million. Either way. Even, even if they were to scoop the 88 off, matter. you've still got you 100 got mil. You could do whatever you want, but you're choosing to do foolishness. Yeah. Stay in jail, bruv. How about yeah. that? Stay in there. That's what you How about that? You like it in there. Stay yeah. there. Three times. 20 no, million. I'm not nah. doing it. Mm-mm. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Okay. Would that position change if you had children? No. <laughs> Because I don't want my, my kids picking up that foolish behaviour. Your dad's in there for a reason. He's going to stay in there. And he's a cooling off. <laughs> he's on a timeout. Yeah, he's, he's on, on a, a timeout. timeout. Yeah. And you can end up in there as well if you want to carry oh on Oh my that. gosh. Lord, nah, you're taking... I'm sorry. No. But I think this lady is well. She's got four kids and one of them has um, cerebral palsy. So I can imagine that she's probably very attached to this guy who she probably sees has, as her only means of support. Yeah. And he's not being supportive at all. But yeah. in her head, that's what she thinks it is. Yeah, that's sad. So it's really, it's a sad situation to be in. I'm just hoping and praying that this woman, something happens where she, it finally clicks. Yeah. That this is not going anywhere. And she's thinking about her children as well. Like yeah. her kids, you know, him doing that is not benefiting her or her children no, like, she spoke like she you've got an opportunity to make your life so much more better yeah and this man's carrying on like he's an idiot yeah but no, then get rid. let's think about this do you believe then um that money does make your life better because you know there are many a tale mm. of in fact lottery winners yeah. in this country who've said actually i think they sort of run news stories on it from time to time especially when they you know it comes up again that there have been big winners you know mm. lottery wins ruined my life yeah so what do you reckon do you reckon money's root of all evil or mm. um pave the way to happiness and happy ever after i think it can make things worse if you already had major issues to begin with a lot of the lottery winners tend to have like a backstory and where you know things were going on before they even before they even won anything yeah like you know the lady that we were just talking about i'm sure you know clearly her husband was getting into trouble way before you know they won any money i'm sure he didn't just start deciding to act the fool after they after they won there's been like you know a truckload of stories where i was there was this one guy in the uk that had won a sum of money and i think he was like a convicted criminal or something like that isn't he a rapist or something or something i don't rapist, know where he's lost yeah. it all now anyway yeah and um his his life just went completely by the wayside anyway yeah and he just brought out more more you know more problems for him so i guess if you're not Sometimes they say if you if you if you've never had money, once you do get it, you just act you act the damn fool because you just don't know, don't know your ass from your elbow. Basically, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, oh, you know, I'd be, I'd be lit. <laughs> That's 
on. It's I can like, see it every day. I remember watching an interview with um, Ja Rule one time and he was talking about how people used to come at him for, you know, being really flashy in his videos, showing like all of these cars and jewelry and women and all the rest of it. And people were saying to him, oh, you've forgotten where you come from and bloody not humble. And what he was trying to say was that people think that if you come into money that you're going to be quite humble, you'll only get one car. You'll only get one watch. Actually, no, when you get it and you feel like you can get five cars that's what you're gonna get yeah well i guess so the, I, again i guess that's yeah. a certain mind frame though. exactly and if oh. you like he you know if you think about where he's come from as yeah. well like you know when you when you don't have much and finally you have all of this money that's just coming to just come to you it's yeah. like you could get anything you want like you could you probably want... get sucked into yeah just... thinking forgetting that you gotta pay tax you gotta pay this you gotta pay that you know whatever the case may be and then this person comes out of the woodwork and they want some money that person comes out of the woodwork and they want some money and then it just all goes we know how it all goes like you know when you get paid at the end of the month you think you've got a nice fat check <laughs> and then all of a sudden you start oh remembering well i've got a mortgage to pay i've got a rent to pay yeah. i've got this bill that bill by the time you blink the money is done yeah yeah same thing works the same way you just need to be smart about it and these people because they've never had to deal with such huge numbers before they just get sucked in yeah but you know winding it up i'd still love a 33 D- listen you and me <laughs> so both, yeah. guys I'm telling you now if you no, don't hear no me back here ringing off my bell like trying to find me i will find you yeah when i'm good and ready yeah and if, if i don't, don't find you next week love that means you didn't really matter to me anyway <laughs> <laughs> do you know what let's move on here because oh, people are going to be like god man them girls jesus wow okay, do you know what w- w- one thing that we have to talk well we don't have to but you know no we got a man should. we have to do this bowie yeah yeah touch my heart and my soul oh gosh you know what i didn't really know so much under pressure. Dun, 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 dun. Back catalogue. You see, oh gosh, I know that. <laughs> Ace is already. I can see Ace's Ace shoulder like twitching. very quiet, like fame. <laughs> Let's <laughs> dance. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. All right, Ace is gonna fight Ace, us now. Let's stop. That's in tune. Yeah. Can't you put some auto tune on us, under us, or whatever? Can't you T pain us? (laughs) Make it sound good. (laughs) But yeah, so David Bowie unfortunately passed away from um, uh, after a battle with Mm. cancer. Apparently, he'd been suffering with it um, for about eighteen months. Um, I'm not sure what sort of cancer it was. I think. I may be wrong. I think I read it that it was liver cancer. I think, Mm. I think, I think. Um, And they announced his death yesterday. Monday. Was it Monday? Monday, All my days blurring into one. (laughs) Um, And I was, you know, getting ready in the morning. And I saw um, a lot of, a lot about him Mm. on the news channel that I was watching. And I couldn't. You know, because I didn't know he was sick. Mm. and I don't think a lot of people knew, to be fair. Right. Yeah. And I didn't have it in my mind that, you know, you have, this sounds really gory, but you know when you have people that you're thinking, oh, they're gone soon. Yeah. Just maybe because of their age or whatever, whatever. So David Barry wasn't, you know, you hadn't, I hadn't thought about him like that. Um, not that he was so much on my, you know, on my relevant radar, whatever, musical radar, whatever. But so I, I was seeing him and I was thinking to myself, this is a lot about, and the, the volume wasn't up. It wasn't down. It wasn't up. I was thinking, this is a lot about David Bowie. Mm. And in my mind, I remember the thought kind of flitting past of, they usually do this when someone's died or what? How come? And then, so I turned up the TV and it was the end of the news feature. And then they said, something, something, David Bowie, who passed away today. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was just, I was sad, isn't it? But I didn't even know why I was so shocked. Mm. But I was just, maybe it was the unexpected um, news of it Mm. it, it, in relation to him. But can I say, so when I was um, driving to um, work that morning... I was listening to, again to an, a, a sort of a call-in radio show and the P 
people that were calling in, they were members of the public, and there were also people in the music business who had known and had worked with David Bowie, had known him personally and things like that, had known him, you know, at various stages of his life. I can honestly say that I was taken by how genuinely pained and touched <coughs> people had said that they were by his death but also you know like I say touched by you know his life having worked with him you know they were giving anecdotal stuff about times that they had come into contact with him and then really hearing about his personality and how he pushed boundaries and you know the whole you know moving into the Ziggy was it Ziggy, Ziggy Stardust, Stardust era yeah. and that being so kind of unusual or quite avant-garde for its day mm. and for the era and also for the area that he came from and from who he was so he he really kind of inspired young men because you know he was from Brixton I didn't realize that either didn't know he was one of our lot didn't realize he was from <laughs> Sap <laughs> have you never seen the mural on the side of Morley's department store it's been there for years do you know what I've probably never noticed it oh. I've never I've probably just never yeah. noticed it really yeah so um, so people saying that he was, I think, born in Brixton, but maybe then ra raised in, was it Beckenham or um, Bermondsey? Yeah, those? he moved to Bromley. Okay, Bromley, yeah. right. Okay, I knew it was a B and it was Saf. <laughs> <laughs> so um, people were just saying, you know, from where he'd come from, that he'd really inspired a generation of like white working class mm. um, young men just because of how, how he'd sort of expressed himself and the boundaries that he's he'd pushed. And he became global. David yeah. Bowie's just, like, from SAF. Mm. And he's, you know, made it big-time global, recognisable face. Like, like, actually, an world. icon, like, yeah. proper icon in every yeah. sense of the word. Yeah, so I really, was, I really was struck by that. And, you know, people called in. And sometimes when people die, you know, there's you know, things that are said and they sometimes it sounds like a load of platitudes and, you know, kind of often trotted out lines. But no, yeah, it, it, it felt very... it felt and it sounded yeah. really genuine in relation to David Barry. And that did so much so that it, it, it jumped out at me. Do you know what I mean? Because we're in an era where the news of people in the public eye dying happens and then, you know, there's this blogger called Lovey, Mm. Um, and she has, I, I can't remember what the name of her blog now, is it Awesomely Lovey? Something like that. But anyway, she has this meme and she wrote a piece about the stages of grief when a celebrity passes. And it's funny because it touches upon the whole thing about people getting onto social media and pouring their heart out. And then the next step is this. And then there's infighting amongst the grievers <laughs> and things like that. But um, so there was that usual thing. Yeah. You know, I did see a lot of it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and all that sort of stuff. But it, it did seem really genuine. Mm. That's all I can really say about it. And I say that at not kind of as against things that you see when other people pass. It just seemed really, really mm. genuine to me. So it made me think that, gosh, he, he'd, he'd touched a lot of people. Mm. I think a lot of it was down to the fact that people generally didn't know that he was going through, you know, this cancer. And obviously cancer, you know, for a lot of people, it touches a lot of people. A lot of people have suffered from it yeah. as well. Yeah. So, and also as well, I, you know, I was looking at a lot of celebrities who were kind of tweeting as well. And when you think about certain musical icons, you think about people like when Michael Jackson passed as, as, as well, he had the same thing where people were like, he really inspired me. Yeah. to be who I am today. Some people might say, oh, that's really kind of a bit of, a bit of a cliche thing to say. But when you look at kind of, you know, the thing, the things that they've helped to shift in music and how they've influenced like whole generations of, you know, superstars as we know them today, yeah. it's like, is that really such a, a stretch to kind of realise that actually, yes, that they have done that. You can see David Bowie in a lot of artists. You can see Michael Jackson in a lot of artists. You can see a lot of people who have now no longer here in different and that's that's an, to me what struck me was that that's an amazing legacy to to leave behind imagine yeah. you're just being you yeah and you know you have like this platform where all you're doing is doing you're just doing music and your music touches so many people to the point where certain artists that we know of today have taken a lot of elements of of you yeah and it's in their music so and your legacy kind genres, of it continues yeah. on like 
that's that's an amazing thing thing to do. That so, is. That is. You know, that's big. I'm just like David, man. You you did the damn thing, and like, I, you know, I'm a Brixton girl, and like, just walking through Brixton now, there's like a really lovely atmosphere there. Even though somebody's died, Brixie. it actually feels quite nice. It was nice, kind of. I obviously it wasn't. Um, outside the ritzy cinema but they you know they had like a little mini street party and i saw the videos and it was nice it was like nobody was sad nobody was crying people were literally celebrating this man's music and i think yeah. if david were alive and if he saw that i think he'd be happy with that actually yeah you know even the mural that's up on the wall at um the the side of morley's department store like the flowers and the tributes have been so slowly building morley's a chicken shop yeah it's a chicken shop but there's a department store called morley's oh yeah You've they? never seen it? No, are they what? like partners? What no, they're it? not. They just have the same na- same name. I don't know why. It's really weird. But <laughs> Morley's, yes, it's a chicken shop and it's a department store in Because <laughs> it's really South weird. London. Yeah, that's what on. We just call everything the same, you know. <laughs> chicken clothes, was, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> Morley's yeah, bank. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, like the, the tributes and the flowers have been slowly building up. I saw the news crews out there and everything. And people have been really just very respectful and just kind of leaving their little tributes and it's actually been nice which is bizarre like you know we, I feel like in this mean, country wait wait can I stop that's uh, bizarre that Brixton has been nice. no just like when we I think in this country when we when we talk about death it's obviously for obvious reasons it's a very sad moment it's very somber like when I go away to other countries and the way that they kind of deal with death it's quite celebratory like I'm Jamaican like you know we have like our nine nights and that's our kind of version of kind of celebrating somebody's life like you have the morning bit and then you kind of like do the nine nights thing you come over to the house and and all the rest of it so you know so that was weird to kind of see so I don't know how long you know these tributes so they'll be out there for as long as people decide to kind of leave them yeah but um that's kind of cool. And another cool thing as well. And I think myself, and there's a guy that I follow called Loudmouth Melvin, shouts out to him. Mm-hmm. I remember my David Barry moment was that I remember seeing an interview that he did a few years ago with MTV back in the 80s. Who Loudmouth um, Melvin did? No, David Barry. Okay. He did with um, this journalist. I think his surname is Goodman or Good, Good, Good something anyway. And um, I watched it and I've never forgotten it. So basically, in the 80s, MTV had decided that they weren't going to feature any black artists because they were trying to, their excuse was like, oh, you know, we need to uh, appeal to kind of like middle America. You know, we we can't scare them off with, you know, black faces. So David's doing this. Yes. (laughs) So David's doing this interview and he more or less just holds them to task and said, I just find it really bizarre that you don't have any black artists on a, a, a channel that you know does music yeah um and then this guy was giving some long-winded explanation which didn't Who even was it like a head it, honcho at the, it was what? just yeah i think literally the station had more or less just birthed and it was just pure rock and roll rock and roll which i found quite ir- ironic given the fact that that's a genre that black people created do you do you research tell that? them research? <laughs> came from black people okay tell them. so like you're there fighting and like oh no it's about the fact that we know we, we, we can't put certain people on our platform because it was scare middle america and like david scare. is giving them this look like really really blood you're going to sit here and look in my face and tell me that. Like, come on. And I remember watching it. And on the day that he died, I was looking for the actual video clip. I couldn't find it anywhere. But I found the transcript. So I put the transcript on my Instagram page. So I put it on there. Yeah, saying, listen, this is one of the reasons why you should rate a man like David Bowie. And I hope a lot of you current music artists kind of use your platforms to actually question the platforms that are actually supposed to be there to put your music out. Because they pick and choose who they want to play for yeah, a specific because you're fashionable reason. Now. Yeah. So it's like this man used his platform to do this. And if it wasn't for him and other people like him to kind of, you know, pull to task certain, certain platforms, Push then you, you wouldn't yeah. even be here. So I put that up and um, got quite a few likes for it. And then shouts out to Loudmouth Melvin, who I don't know where he found the footage, but he actually found the footage oh, of nice. him questioning the man. Because a lot of people were like, when did this happen? I don't remember this. Did this happen? I think they hid the footage wow. because now the actual full length video is on their on their official YouTube page. On whose official YouTube page? MTV. MTV need to go and sit down somewhere right? and think about Cheryl, themselves. I swear to God, I looked footage. for it 
everywhere. I went on YouTube. I went on the mayor. I went everywhere. And I don't know if, if myself and Melvin kind of kicked the ball off. I know that Charlene White, right, White from um, the BBC, the, the BBC, so the ITN news presenter, mm-hmm. she tweeted about it as well. And she posted the transcript, but I could not find that video for love nor money. And as soon as that thing went viral, all of a sudden, here comes, here's, here's the footage, and you lot can all watch it and everything. What did them, but how did MTV present it? The reason why I said that they should mm. go and sit down somewhere, because, I, I mean, what were they, I mean, have they ever addressed that? I know we're no. moving away, so, but have they ever addressed that particular stance that they took? Because I remember mm. it, it was also... Um, isn't that one of the big deals about the thriller video? Yeah, so basically the reason why MTV had to eventually play black artists on their on their station is because Michael Jackson came along. The thriller right. um the, oh god, what is the story about it? I think he was signed I think he was signed to Epic and I think the rumour is that Epic said that if you don't play this video, we're gonna pull the other artists that we have on our label, right. you're not going to get their videos as well. So they ended up having to play it. And then it just kind of, as you remember, just tore up from the floor up. That and was it. Once, and it's once again, it's an example of, you, you have to put your foot down. Yeah. And this is the thing. You very rarely, um, you know, affect change with just kind of, oh, please... Oh, can't you just... That never really does it. It has to be more of a militant stance. And that is, you know, an an analogy. Thank you. That's an analogy for a lot Mm. of situations. If you really want to affect change... Sometimes sitting down in a room and saying, but, you know, you've got to just be equal to us. That's not it. That Voices like that are really necessary. I think we're at a time now where people feel like, oh, you know, it's okay now. It's not like in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s. We're all comfortable. No, don't get comfortable. Don't ever get comfortable. Don't ever get complacent because that's the time when they kind of, that's the time when they get you, mm. make you feel like you're okay, make you feel like, you know, these scraps that we're giving you, you should be satisfied Keep with you going that. for a while, right? Like, are you stupid? Yeah. No, sit down, question the man. Why are you not playing this? Why are you not doing that? This is music. Yeah, I have to. I have to rate. Um, so for that a, another thing that I have to rate David Bailey. David Bailey. David <laughs> Bowie for. So may may he and uh, rest in peace. And obviously may his family receive um, the comfort and support mm. that uh, no doubt they'll need at this time. Okay, um, La. Yeah, babe. Can I just say? Yeah, we've had an email. Have we? We've had one. Oh my god! People email. know about us. I'm so excited. Yeah, but it's just the one. Okay, everything That's all right. else. Right. <laughs> we'll start somewhere. <laughs> so, can we just tell people about our, our email address that um, we set up a while ago and told told you listeners to send us in feedback, topics, suggestions, bank codes and pin numbers. We don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> Lottery number suggestions. We We ain't sharing though. We're not sharing. sharing. (laughs) And also, if you wanted to be a guest, holla. But um, so we are, you can email us two girls podcast. So the number two girls. Why are you drawing it at me like I don't know what the number two is? (laughs) The number two girls podcast at gmail.com. So the number two, the word girls the word podcast mm. all is one word at gmail.com email us guys and just you know tell us how's it hanging if you need advice from us we are people that can give advice which is what we have been asked <laughs> it might not be what to you want to hear <laughs> but we can give it okay so we've received um one email large you want to read out the uh sure the <laughs> sure, sure she says i can do that go for that okay so the question is, the scenario is, the predicament is, I have been with the father of my child for five and a half years. We broke up for a month, but we got back together. After a while, he told me he had a one-night stand with someone and now she's pregnant. He's ruined my life, but I still love him. I don't know what to do. We have a child together, so whatever happens, I have to speak to him. I'm so confused. I didn't think he would do this to me. I thought I could trust him. I thought he loved me. Sorry. Turn, turns page 
<laughs> I thought he loved me enough not to even think about another girl. Should I end this relationship or should I try and forget this indiscretion? After all, we were on a break during the time he got someone else pregnant. Wami <laughs> fiddle. Wait, so hold on. To go back to um, what? I don't understand. Does she... So she'd been with the father of her child for five and a half years. Yeah. He didn't marry her. No. They weren't even engaged. No. They were just doing boyfriends. Boyfriends. Hey. Doing things together. So they broke up for a month. Yeah. Now think about a breakup. Let's just be realistic. You mm. see, this is where I'm going to come from. This is the real, real, real. Eh? This is not FK. This is not fake. Eh? This is real. So... You've been together for five and a half years. Mm. You know when you say you've broken up for a month? You're not even broken up. <laughs> in my book. You've been together for five and a half years. So that a, that's a break? It's not so even a break. break. What does a break even mean? It's not even a... That's... <laughs> last <laughs> the hand motions. It's not even a break. A mu- four... <laughs> wait. Four weeks. <laughs> Meanwhile, you don't even know if... Me, I'm just... <laughs> Sitting, thinking, mm-hmm. what's the next thing? Should we? Shall we? <laughs> a month is in five and a half years. And I have child. I have well, your you child. What, yeah. A lot of, sorry, guys. I'm going to have to come for you in this situation. <laughs> I'm going to have to come for when you. This, when this break thing happens in a relationship, yeah. It's never happened to me, but I've noticed that other people, when they have this so-called break that they keep talking about. To the girl, a break is like, we're on a break. Meaning like we're not dealing with other people. We're just having a having the time to having kind a of, time out. They're on yeah, the time out to again. Do the tea. It's sort a time out whatever out. the issues are. With the guy, he's like, okay, we split up for the month. Meaning that I can do what I want. I'm single for this month. Do you see how the how the how yeah. the issues then come yeah. then come about? Yeah, it's see, like you have difference of opinion in regards to what this break thing even means. Okay, so that's my first difficulty with this. Um, scenario. Have we got a name? Are we t- okay? No, no, no. Name. so just Ms. X. Mm. This is my first difficulty, Ms. X, because five and a half years broke up from a month is not a breakup in a month, it's just like you haven't even drawn breath, he's already <laughs> went out. Not a free pass, no? No. <laughs> One night stands. But that's huge. The man is thinking, okay, we're broken up. No. I can do what I want. No. It's but just but a you break. don't under like, Rachel. you don't feel me on the you don't No think, Ross, it's not. We were on a break. <laughs> yeah, but you don't feel me on this. We've been together for five and a half years. Mm. I have your child. What is a month? Where are you going? Sit down, breathe, exfoliate. <laughs> Pluck your eyebrows and be thinking there. <laughs> be thinking about what you know. What's our next move? So for me, I'm already I'm troubled and I'm I'm disappointed and I'm not on the guy's side. So mm. at the moment, I'm like, no, you shouldn't be going back. So she's now said, he's ruined my life. What's the life ruining? <laughs> because somebody else has been made pregnant. Pregnant. Mm. So her life is ruined, and her life um, will change, but it's certainly not ruined. I think that's a, that, yeah, a, a that bit of a true. Yeah. Hashtag truth words mm-hmm. definitely. So it's, she, only, it's only ruined if you want it to be. Okay. And it depends how you handle this situation right here. Right. So the question is, um, Ms. X, should you end this relationship? I mean, from from you know. Woman to woman. <laughs> I've always got my eye on AC though. Um, it just depends on really what you want for your life. Mm. And also, clearly, what he's going to be saying. What's mm. a man saying? Mm-mm. What is he saying about this yeah. one night stand in only a month's break? I mean, how was he so detached from this five and a half year relationship that he was able to go out and even do this? Look at... Um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne, what's his face? What happened to Gab Union? Do you not know that they had a break and during that break he got some some woman pregnant? Dwayne Wade. Yeah, fam, you know that. I did not know that. Yeah. And then obviously they got married after that. So where is, wait, what? (laughs) Did you not know? I didn't know. Yes. How long was their break? 
probably about as long as this letter no. here. It wasn't long. You know, but you know, the thing is, another thing, Miss X, this is what you need to find out as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I, I hate to keep laboring the same point, you know. Ludicrous five and a half. Thing. You're joking. Yeah. As against the, 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 the lady yeah. that he's Was now married in a relationship, to. Yeah, in a relationship with her. Yeah. They had a break. He had a what they term as a break baby, which is out of order, but he had a oh. baby for some girl. And then baby's born, he gets back together with the woman that he broke up with, and as you know, they're now married. <sighs> it happens, man. Look. Look, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things that I would need to know as well, did this really only pop off in the break? Or was there any suggestion of overlap when we were getting to the point where you know a break was even gonna happen yeah you know what i mean that would be in my mind yes ronaldo (laughs) (laughs) someone's just kicking mics about but that would be in my mind Mm. you know so um i don't know should you end the relationship miss x it depends on some variables we've been talking about variables today it depends on what you want for the relationship do you want to get back with him and just continue in your baby mamaism phase did you make that word up i think so (laughs) or maybe they made it up because five and a half years no ring no rock free to do what he wants i guess right yeah. in some people's books and mm. so, a lot of people's books right like, they'll be thinking how comes he ain't married you after five and a half years and then this break baby comes along and now you're like he's ruined my life like and that's what, the thing you making any kind of demands on him to make any like commitments to you i do you know i just had a conversation today with a guy mm. and he said guys fall into different camps yeah there's guys that are just not serious, but they'll be set. Well, when, let me set the context for this. So in terms of whether, you know, they're going to wife the partner that they're with or whether they're going to get married. Let me put it that way. He said that guys fall into different camps. There are guys that are just not serious. Mm. They'll be doing how much <laughs> lip service. Oh yeah. You know, when I find the right one, but they in themselves know they've got no intention. Mm. The other end of that spectrum are guys that might look unserious, but in fact apply a little pressure and a little direction, and actually they work out for themselves. Actually, this is what I need. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it goes in that direction. The thing is, Ms. X, you kind of need to find out perhaps which camp or which part of the spe- what, what at what point Where of the your spectrum yeah. your man's at. Because five and a half years, no ring, no rock. Then one month break goes off. Mm. Forget about your life being ruined. As Ms. as Lala said, your life is not ruined. <laughs> it's not ruined. It's She's changed. Choice of words, but... Yeah, you know, it's changed. But you need to think about going on to the question of whether you want him back. That could be the life ruining scenario mm. because you may end up permanently attached to a man Stuck. who's just not serious. So well, whatever happens, you're going to be stuck with him anyway because you've got kids together. So. He will always be in your life. Yeah. But um, you want to live with that choice, I'm afraid. Yeah. She also asks whether she should try and forget his indiscretion. That's the the, the, mm. the last bit that I read. Now, let me just tell you this. <laughs> mm? <laughs> Look, you know, auntie oh, comes out on? now. <laughs> auntie Cheryl. <laughs> mother. <laughs> Watch. When I reach that significant birthday, all of you guys, mother. That's my nickname. <laughs> I'm there. I'm vintage. (laughs) So, um, should you try to forget his indiscretion? Nobody can tell you that. Nobody can answer. In fact, that's the incorrect question. The question is, can you, can you yourself forget his indiscretion? We've talked about this on this podcast before. Forgiving a cheating partner. Mm. Go make that decision, girl, because what can't happen is that, you know, you decide within your relationship that you're going to forgive and forget and you're going to move on. And then something happens and then you ha- start having a huge argument and then you, you start flinging it in his face. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, the first time he might be like, all right, I'll take that. The second time he 
you might grit his teeth the third time he might you, you might be like you know what forget it, i've had this if you're gonna keep flinging it in my face every minute then what is the point then you, 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 you forget it yeah, i've had this i'm off I'm, I'm out of here it makes no sense like either you're gonna forget and move on or you're not so just just well, end it. this is the point that I was going to make, love, because that whole saying, forgive and forget, to me, is like a fallacy. We're not mm. computers that you can just wipe our hard drive in, in, in normal circumstances. So you can forgive, yeah. and that's a decision for you to make, whether you forgive, but you won't forget. You, it's impossible to forget, unless you're suffering from... <laughs> Amnesia. Amnesia. <laughs> Perhaps delusion. I don't know, <laughs> but you won't forget. Mm-hmm. You'll it, it will it will stay with you, and it perhaps it would even mould and direct you in terms of how you proceed next. But you won't forget. But it's it's only you can answer or decide um, whether you choose to or whether you can forget his indiscretion, and and it may be a battle. You may be like, yeah, you know, okay, I'm going to put it behind you. And that, yeah. that may be your will. That may be your desire. But the reality of it, hmm. when you see his face and you'll just be there <laughs> smiling, smiling at you over dinner. And suddenly oh, you just smiling look... at that. I don't even know why you're still breathing. Why are you here? Oh, got me twisted out here. Scenarios! <laughs> Come any dickhead about you sleeping with people and having broke babies. Do you remember you David last week? Yeah. <laughs> Am I a dickhead though? <laughs> to Damon the Barber from Cut the Chats uh, podcast. You guys should listen to that podcast. It's very funny. Um, so, am, I, am I a dickhead? How many times did he say it? Numerous times. But well, that's what you may feel, Ms. X, when you're out to dinner and you in your heart have forgiven this guy, but then you'll just be sitting there and he'll just smile at you or he'll just look too happy. And then you'll be like, what are you smiling for? Am I smiling? Why are you smiling? You cheated on me, remember? But you're smiling. See how it goes? See how it goes? Mistakes is back and forth, back and forth. You don't want none of that. It's not healthy. So basically what we're saying is, you know, we're here to advise. But you got to make up your own mind. (laughs) Weigh up the pros and the cons and you should come to a decision. Yeah. All right. But five and a half years, no ring, no rock. Don't let that roll. (laughs) Don't let that roll. Shows up, in it? Come on, man. (laughs) so um yeah anybody else that needs the benefits of mother and lala's advice then email us at twogirlspodcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for things that you want to see here chopped up chatted about um on this show two girls on the mic then let us know um twogirlspodcast at gmail.com feedback appreciated positive is better okay so la mm-hmm. you were going to tell us because we're at that part of the show oh, the shady, shady corner, corner. Yeah. Shady. i've had a week like and a half like this week has been bananas so as i said to you guys at the start of the show that i was going to share a story with you which i had to kind of learn a very important lesson and it's the same lesson that I've actually been screaming at my co-host about. Yeah. And I've just been saying earlier on today that I really need to take my own advice. Yeah. And, you know, I had a little incident on the underground today where I actually, not today, sorry, on Monday, where I passed out. And the reason why I passed out is because I was doing way too much. I was going hard in the paint, hard in the paint. And I forgot to eat after my workout, which is like the cardinal sin. Now, normally I work out in the morning and um, I do eat, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I kind of wait until I get into work and I have my my bowl of um, porridge, which I love. Um, But it was a particularly hot morning that morning on the tube, it was ram. I don't know if that was like kind of like the first proper official working day on a Monday that people were going to work, but I was, it was, it was horrible on there. I got my big thick jumper on. I'm sweating to death. Like I started seeing birds. I started seeing stars and unicorns oh, and everything. Gosh. Like I could feel, you know, you can feel something ain't right. Yeah. So as I get off the tube, I go up the escalator. In my head, I'm saying to myself, you're about to pass out. Oh, gosh. And then my other other part of my body is like, no, no, no. You can't pass out now. There's no chairs. So I'm starting to, as I get off the escalator, I'm saying to my other part, yeah, there's no chairs, but you really need to sit sit down. I can't sit down. The floor's dirty. We're in the underground. It doesn't matter. Before I know it, boop, 
I'm on the floor. Oh I'm gosh. seeing feet in front of me. I'm seeing, I'm hearing voices. I'm hearing people say, hi, Lorraine, are you okay? Are you okay? And I don't know how these people know my name, but then it transpired that. They've rifled through yeah. your bag to find no, out. No, I was like so confused. I literally saw feet in front of, front of my face and thinking, what the hell is going on? <laughs> laughing at my pain, it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's totally fine. But um, yeah, it, a friend of mine who also goes to the gym she was on the train behind me right. and she literally she was the one that was calling me asking me if i'm okay god bless her thank you paulette for helping me oh and she was giving me water and everything and she was like you first of all you've got too much clothes on like oh, you know gosh. she was really looking after me um god bless the people on london underground this woman who worked at the underground she had one of those um kind of walkie talkies on her yeah. and as she's trying to sort me out there was yeah. another person who had passed out on the tube as well who she was getting radioed Gosh. about that's how hot it was under what's there what's wrong with you fitness i don't know people. what's going on oh, okay. it, was it was just heat. another random it was a guy a random person i don't know why he passed out but he did and it was awfully hot down there so i'm saying oh it's okay i just need some water i'll be fine my workplace is only just like one stop away mm. so you know paulette gets me up we start walking i start seeing stars again she's oh, like nah la sit down i sit down i'm like what is going on and i'm thinking okay Clearly, this is a life lesson. You need, just need to chill out. You need to You're stop. too much. And again, yeah. why do we keep going? I don't know. Even at that point where it's like something's wrong. Yeah. I was told by the woman who works on the underground, go home. I was told by Paulette, go home. When I got into work, God bless my, uh, my new colleagues, they were telling me, go home. Yeah. And you were sitting and there I was thinking, like, no, oh, no, it's I fine. can put in a few hours. Yeah. Hi. Eventually, I went home because even after I ate, I still felt sick. And I was just like, I'm not going to be here today because people will be asking me questions and my head is all over the place. Yeah. And it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So the story is now clearly, <laughs> look, obviously, as you all know, if you listen to the show, Cheryl had a little, a little turn, mm. which I lectured her about. And uh, if you listen to Cut the Chat, the last show, She's being mocked and laughed at, berated. <laughs> what did A say? Wasted, <laughs> wasted public NHS funds. money. <laughs> Cackling and laughing. So, you know, this whole incident happened. I was actually listening to Cut the Chat on the way to work that, that morning. And I made the mistake of messaging a certain, a certain barber by the name of Damon and telling him what happened. And the reason why I messaged him was like, oh my God, Damon, all I could hear was like, you know, these people asking me what's my name and if I'm okay. And in my head, I wanted to say, please, please don't call the ambulance because I don't want Damon to start telling people that both Shezza and Lala want to sleep on NHS time because I'm not about that. I'm a trooper. I can do it. I can do it. So Damon, I'm thinking that Damon's going to give me, you know, a Damon's- bit of tea and sympathy. Do you know what this man done? Do you know? Let me play you what he did. Even Damon, I'm gonna have to put you on blast because how can a man call me? No voice note me with this. I hope this can pick it up. One sec. Yes, Damon, this is you. What you passed? Oh shit! Nah, that's ambulance worthy. Oh, that's am- that's ambulance worthy. You need to tell your little time wasting brethren that their story. Nah, you, oh my, the shame though, the embarrassment, Lord Jesus, he passed out in, on the underground and the BFP for, oh shit, oh shit, you know, you know, a couple people have got you on their phone, pictures of you on their phone, all bent up to up on the underground floor. <laughs> oh my God. Can I so what happened now? What was it? The same thing? Tiredness and exhaustion. <laughs> When was this? Are you okay now? More to the point, are you okay? Let me just say now. You know what? Damon is go- he's going in my shady corner as well. I Listen. He's going in my... There's two of you in there. He's not understanding that. Shezza and I are very hardworking women to the point where... Very. You know, we're out... We're just spazzing out. Tell them. Yeah. He's not understanding that. My man's cackling on the phone and I just thought, you know what? This is the wrong person to tell because things like this entertains um, Damon. So Damon, you you have to go in Shady Corner. You are in there. And... You know, there's there's a play called The Demon Barber of Seville. I feel like Femi needs to do a revamp of that play and feature Damon in it, maybe call him The Demon Barber of North, Northwest London or something because he's got such a sick sense of humour. I'm like, I was on the floor, on the floor, like on the dirty no, underground floor. That. I was so traumatised. And I think that's why I wanted to get up quickly. 
yeah before my time because i'm like rats rather than go here i can't be on this floor i was so disgusted with myself but you know what a lesson to be learned is once again just chill out slow chill. down man slow down but damon you're still in shady corner because that ain't when i when corner. i message you and tell you about my health it's serious you're supposed to be like what do you want? Do you want any flowers brought to you? Do you need me to book a massage? Like, them things there. That's what I want to hear. Not <laughs> down my phone. So Damon is most definitely in Shady Corner. And yeah. actually, we've got him down. Damon the Demon Barber. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shouts out to Damon. But yeah, as I said, listen to Cut the Chat if you lot ain't already heard it. So, okay, yeah. I like that. I like that. And... Who are we bringing into the light this week, love? Well, there's not much good news floating around at the moment. I feel like um, David David Bowie David Bowie has kind of taken over everything. But um, I guess shouts out to Taranji P Henson who oh yes. yeah she won um, was uh, it a Golden Globe Golden that she won? Globe or yeah was it Emmy. One of the, I can't remember. No, it was a Golden Globe for, for um, Cookie Lion. Yeah, so best actress in a TV in mm. in the category of TV. Yeah, best lead actress um, in a TV um, role. And yeah, that was you know what she's definitely in the light because I saw a quick snippet mm. of her acceptance speech. Wasn't it and interesting? I know. And yeah. then I think she she got a message either in her ear or on the teleprompter that she should wrap up or wrap <laughs> it up. And she was like, "Wrap wrap this up. You <laughs> you're gonna wait. You've been waiting twenty years for this." She said, "And good on her. Don't let anybody. This is um, my time. Yeah, that that was her time. That was her time to shine. And she wanted to call out the people." that she wanted to call out and she did that and I'm really proud of her and really pleased for her as well mm. because she is she's going for a moment it seems yeah, like yeah she is people have really warmed her like yeah she's amazing yeah so yeah yeah shouts yeah, yeah. out to, to Ranji and Denzel Washington won like the Cecil B. DeMille award which oh, is like yeah. you know one of their kind of like highest honour yeah awards. yeah I mean, do you know the thing there. is didn't it feel like that kind of flew under the radar a bit I think because yeah, so much else was kind of David Bowie yeah I think a lot else was was yeah. going on in the news which is a shame but yeah definitely shouts out to Denzel oh he's amazing many a woman's oh, chocolate God. dream 60 60 well he's the same age as my mum so he's 61 he's 61 yeah man Denzel be looking good what? have you seen his son no I haven't son Why is a son problem hot? yes uh, Google it remember like a few months ago where his picture kind of went viral because people were like this is this is the sun wow do you know what i do and you know the worst thing about it? because I, i've just got limited capacity mm. so it goes in <laughs> registers <laughs> oh yeah probably even respond online move on i remember that time i can't mm. remember the guy's face oh. i shall be mm. googling we'll google that. that later yeah googling that okay so ace no. we about to wrap up we can see you watching the football there, Ace. He pays us no mind in this room. Like, no mind. Listeners, I hope, I hope you pay us more mind than our own <laughs> producer. If he's not sleeping on us, he's watching... What, who are you watching? Arsenal and Liverpool. This is awful. Ace, we, we can teach you life lessons on this podcast, which is why you need to pay attention in your own time so not during the actual time when we're recording okay that's interesting okay so talking about listening so make make sure guys make sure you um listen to us we're out on itunes two girls and a mic search two girls and a mic podcast you can get us on sound cloud follow us re 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 what repost us um we tweet links we're on insta holla we um you know yeah we just do the damn social media thing so make sure you catch us on all of that like 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 can you like on 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 itunes you can rate on, um, or something we can rate make sure you rate and you can like on soundcloud yeah well. make sure you rate make sure that we are girls that you rate and i'm hoping that carla marie shout out carla marie um you heard me say that because that's coming soon anyhow <laughs> We be off. We gotta go. Yeah, we gotta go. Miss Lala big. works. Miss Lala report. Follow me. Midepanda Twitter. Underscore talks. <laughs> Ms. She underscore talks. Insta. I'm there. Okay, guys. Adios. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>